Okay. Periscope is up as well. Can I stick that somewhere? Here, I'll do it. Okay. We'll give it a few minutes to get everybody in. I need to tweet out some links. How are we all doing today? I know that if I don't talk to you, then everyone is going to start to drop off, and we don't want that to happen. Two people. One person, they're going to start to drop off. Okay, let's just do the show. Welcome everyone to the Minicorp Q&A episode number eight. I'm running out of fingers. Um, so this is a show that we're starting to do both live and um, recording it for YouTube. We haven't figured out how to do YouTube live yet, but everything else is good to go. We have Periscope, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, and then we're recording it on a normal camera to get going for YouTube. So the Minicorp Q&A series is all about getting as much kind of questions answered from the public, answered by ourselves. We really want to be a transparent and honest and open agency. Um, so if you have any questions around building products, building tech products, or around profitability, how to build businesses, and all of that kind of good stuff, let us know. We would absolutely love to have more questions coming in on the live streams as well. So if you can think of a question right now, Type it out, stick it in the in the comments or in, in the live streams and we'll get it answered. Okay, so question number one. How heavily should you focus on long-term vision for the company? So this is something that I think about quite a lot. I really think about where Minicorp is going to be in six months, in a year, in three years time. Um, and that kind of helps me to figure out where we are lacking and where we are very, very strong and how to make sure that we are reviewing and looking at what the market is adapting to and to make sure that we start to adapt to that as well. I think that people that don't focus on long-term vision will die invariably in their business. If you look at the likes of bagel companies or if you look at the likes of extra vision, there's a reason that they have died. They, they didn't consistently keep asking themselves the questions of where is the market going and what do we need to deploy in order to adapt to that. So make sure that you are consistently looking at where your company sits and what everybody else is demanding. And if you need to deploy tactics or need to deploy solutions to make sure that one meets the other, do that now. Um, because if you don't, your company will definitely die. In Minicorp, primarily we were always focused on startup businesses, on companies that are very, very small, and, or, or ideas or concepts, and how we make them profitable, how we build a business from them. Um, we've now completely started to diversify our pipeline. We've started to talk to other large-scale corporations and get in there, infect the startup environment into their build products, launch them really quickly, show their tech team how we can do things in Minicorp versus how they do it in-house. Um, the main reason that we do that is because if we can have those large-scale corporations being our first-class passengers, subsidizing us to do more phenomenal great work in our startups, 
It means that we are going to stay healthier and have a, a great cash flow for a longer period of time. So I'll consistently always start to deploy solutions that make sure that, that Minicorp, that this business is alive for, for the long term. Um, so question number two. What's the biggest element you see a lot of entrepreneurs lacking in? So every single entrepreneur that comes in here or every person that comes in with an idea or the more that I just talk to people in business in general, where I see a lot of people dying is in the ability to tell stories, the ability to have great storytelling skills. Um, a big, I suppose a, a real world example of this will be in, in hiring tech talent in Dublin or in Ireland. This has completely baffled me for a very long time. A lot of people will say, I just can't get the tech people, like there, there isn't enough developers, there isn't enough designers out there in order to, to get them hired into our team. And it's complete and utter bullshit. If you realistically do the maths and you go, okay, so there's like Intercom, Google, Facebook, Teamwork, all of these tech companies, and if you add up how big their engineering departments are, they're actually quite small. So maybe there's like a thousand engineers in total. And then on the other side of that equation, you look at the number of people that are coming out of comp science every year, out of UCD, out of Trinity, out of UCC, out of all of these colleges, there is more than enough tech talent for the companies and the ideas that are here. Where the problem is, is in the ability for the entrepreneur to storytell, to tell the vision, to sell people at the tech events on what they're building and how they're building it. And because of that, they're not getting the they're not getting the tech talent, they're not building out the company as quick and fast as they possibly can. People need to get more comfortable with video and, and being able to articulate what their business is and allowing people to have a fly on the wall approach into people's businesses because that invariably is going to help them to grow. So if you're not doing it already, pick up Snapchat, pick up Instagram stories, pick up any possible video thing and start to get comfortable with it. It'll take five, 10 seconds out of your life, but do that consistently and people will start to gravitate towards you and you will build an audience like what I'm trying to do right now. Um, okay, question number three. How do you ensure your business is still alive in five years plus? So this is again, it kind of goes back a lot to question number one. It is about consistently every single morning wondering how your business is going to fail. If you can, can unemotionally ask yourself that question and don't ask it to people who are you know, very, very close to you, don't ask your wife, don't ask your mother, don't ask your father. Ask people who are going to look at your business from, from a very unemotional standpoint. Um, they'll start to show you things that you possibly can't. Why, why is the market demanding for people to launch a, a product where strategy is a big thing for business and why is Minicorp not doing that? Why is the market demanding, you know, let's say the investment starts to go down in businesses right now, let's say the CSF for Enterprise Ireland starts to get down then I need to deploy solutions within Minicorp to help those young entrepreneurs, to help those ideas to grow. Maybe that's going and, and raising our own fund that through our own due diligence, we figure out where that money should go and why. So if you want to stay in business for longer than five or 10 years, and a lot of young entrepreneurs have seen this consistently as well, a lot of people think that the in vogue shit should happen where they put in a little amount of time, they, they build up a business for a year, 
and then they expect to sell it in three years and I just I can understand why people want to do that. I far prefer the idea of building Minicorp up until, you know, 10, 15, 20 years and putting in all of that time and effort, putting in all of that long-term vision to see where this phenomenal team and company are going to go. Um, and the other thing, how to stay in business for longer is don't get greedy. Organic growth is probably one of the most understated things possible. A lot of people want to go from zero to 5,000 users in month one. Don't. Focus on slow organic growth. Find out how you're deploying your digital advertising and what works and what doesn't. And slowly, slowly, incrementally see that growth over a longer period of time. It will win hands down the entire time. If you're going in and you're just kind of, you know, that worked, I got a 5,000, now I need to go and build a bigger team. All of those, all of those approaches just take, take a longer, longer period of time and it takes frustration to get there. Um, and that is pretty much it for the three questions. Is there any other stuff that we need to cover? It's Christmas time in Minicorp, isn't it? Brian just joined. Hey, Brian. Um, Patrick O'Boiler. Hey, guys. Brian, you mentioned storytelling and hiring talent in Dublin right now. What would you recommend when trying to get the attention of designers and developers? So, we had an internal meeting here in Minicorp um, a couple of hours ago. And we're going to be hiring very, very soon. If anybody out there is looking for a job, please let me know or please hit us up. Um, what I would recommend or how I'm going to go and look for that person is talking to as many people as possible that are hungry for their passion. So. First of all, looking for people that are hungry in their passion, where would I go? I'd go straight to a design meetup or I'd go straight to a developer meetup. I would ask around, around that meetup of finding out who are the really, really good people, who are the good developers and why, and then I would grab them aside as soon as I could for a five or ten minute chat. I would organize a coffee with them as soon as possible because I really believe with these whole meetups, you can. There's a lot of beer that's going around, and because of that, you can get caught up with one person and chats for too long. You want to pull them aside, you want to set up a meeting, and then really have a one-to-one -one conversation for 10, 20 minutes. So meetups is definitely a thing. Um, second of all, I would look to networkers. So the likes of Gene Murphy, Minda Gas, all of these types of people that are in the Dublin startup community ecosystem that know who are the great developers and the ones that are currently looking for a job. And I would ask them and I'd say, hey, I'm looking for, for a developer right now. Who should I talk to and why? They'll always point me in the right direction. And if you are currently looking for a job in a specific area, you should be connected with those people as well. Um, probably the one thing that I'd recommend us not doing, and we tried it for a while, is putting up a job description or a jobs page on our website. It is a phenomenal waste of time. You need to go and to talk to as many people, grab copies, and, and get in there, get stuck in. Uh, Raphael has another question. Rafa! Uh, in your opinion, every type of Christmas, or every, every type of Christmas? 
every type of business are suitable to have a personal app? If yes, how should I analyze my business in order to create one? Should every business have an app? Have a personal app. If yes, should I analyze my business in order to create one? So there's been more and more data that is coming out to point away from actual native mobile apps and to start building stronger web presence apps. Um, so I honestly don't think, like it's highly dependent on the type of business that you're building. Rafa, I know what you're at, and I think what you're building at the moment is phenomenal. Rafa is, um, what's it called Steve? Studio 57? I think it's Studio 57. We'll stick a link for, for Rafa's company in the, in the description below. But, so he's building a business that's all around live streaming and going to events where you can deploy live streaming technology at those events. In that case, I would highly, highly encourage creating your own native mobile apps where people can subscribe to specific genres, very much like Periscope, and you could say, you know what, show me all of the, the events that are happening in Dublin City right now that is within this category, and then I can go and pick the live stream that I want and get in there and engage with that audience. The benefit of mobile apps over web apps has always been through engagement. So the ability to send a push notification to a mobile device has astronomical power. If you, if you send a message over a mobile app and it's the wrong message, you will be massively surprised how fast people will delete your app. If you send the right message, people fall in love with your app instantaneously and, and you can continue on there. So. Do I think you need one? Specifically, Rafa, for your business, yes. Uh, Robert Barron joined. Do you want to say hello to him? Robert! How are you, my love? Robert is Pamela Scott. He's, um, he runs Pamela Scott. And he has the most amazing t-shirt collection as well. Is that it? Any other questions? Come on, guys. It's Thursday. It's also... We have, like, eight beers or something. What? We're coming up in the world. It's working. It's Mini Corp's Christmas party tonight. We all got mugs. We all got mugs. So for our secret Santa, um, we all bought each other mugs. And I got this amazing one from Danielle that has like, stay curious. It's cool. Okay. I think that's it. Ladies and gents, thanks a million for watching. We are going to live stream these events, I think, the, the Minicorp Q&A from now on. It's amazing to have like a one-to-one -one connection with whoever joins and getting you guys to ask questions and stuff. So really, really appreciate it. And any other questions, just shout. Thanks for being guys. Peace. That's savage. We had like...